be okay. All right. Welcome, everyone, to the TZR Podcast, episode 27. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Mike Potts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I'm joined by Alex Schock. Yo, just got all the brains and ratchet clank. Whoop, whoop. Literally just now. I'm doing it right now. Say hooty who. Hooty who. <laughs> like that? Or like no, you nailed it. Hooty who. And joined by Ben Rickby. Why, hello. Why, hello I'm playing there. Battleborn and enjoying it. Gosh, you guys right, so now much... games. Now games are off. Now it's talking time. It is talky, <sighs> talking games time. <clears throat> uh, right. t- today... I'm going to say the date. We usually don't say the date, but I'm going to go for it. Today is May 11th, and this is episode 27 of the TZR Podcast. As everybody knows, you can download the TZR Podcast uh, every Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. We are on all of your favorite uh, podcasting platforms, Stitcher, iTunes, and very recently Google Play. Uh, By the way, the Google Play podcasting service is fucking awesome like is it? it is so much better than everything else on android like what the fuck yeah like significantly better google play music uh does all your podcasts and it's awesome uh, um we're moving on up yeah we're doing some cool stuff oh, shit i use amazon music i don't <laughs> use google play music spotify. amazon music could also be cool does um, spotify have a podcast thing i don't know I, I don't I, i'm pretty sure spotify does not do podcasts but i could be wrong i don't think so either uh, no, we'll just say we're a band who just, you know, it's spoken word. <laughs> so, yeah. So, guys, it is uh, early May. We just had a bunch of very serious games drop on us. And I think there's quite a bit to talk about in the world of video games. Um, what is everybody, uh, what's everybody playing right now? The what? Witcher. <laughs> Still. Still the Witcher. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop. But and a y- year DLC's, late to the game. I mean, the DLC is coming out soon, so it's still it's pretty relevant. I got to get to level thirty I'm, I'm before relevant. May thirtieth. I'm relevant, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. Uh, like I said, The Witcher has never appealed to me much. Oh my god, it's such a good game. It's it is it is such a stupidly good game. Like you you don't even understand. <laughs> no, no, no. I recognize that it's an amazing game and it's a great achievement for the industry. But yeah, like I said, no no interest. I'll play Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, see, I could give a shit about that. Oh, I just... I, I, I mean, no, I'm not going to say that, because it's CD Projekt Red, so I'll probably really love it. But, like, in I, terms of its theme... It seems like you need to be sold on it. Yeah, I, I just don't... I don't care about that. I, and, again, the, the only thing I know about it is the name, so I could be completely wrong. Yeah. But I'm what just... Is, like, people talk... There was this one comment on Reddit, like, um, they would love CD Projekt Red to do a Star Wars. And, and would you play that? Uh, yeah. Like that style? Kind yeah, of like... probably. I mean, I feel like The Witcher is already kind of just like Mass Effect, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's basically <laughs> Mass Effect, but in, uh, in fantasy, which I guess High is what fantasy. Dragon whatever was supposed to be, but that game sucked. Dragon's we Dogma? Had... No, Dragon's... no, not Dragon's Dogma. Dragon's um, Dogma had its ups and downs. Oh, you're saying Dragon Age Dragon Age, yeah, that game was garbage. <laughs> yeah, that was not, not an excellent title. Um, I liked it. Well, I like most of it. Alex, what are you playing now? I'm playing Ratchet Clank. I'm playing, great game. which is great so far. I just I'm only like a couple hours in. I can't say enough good things about that game. Yeah, it's it's like easily <laughs> yeah. one of one of if not the best PlayStation Four game at least to come out this year. It's very polished. I don't never played a Ratchet Clank game before, so it's it's a great one to start with. <laughs> it's, it's oh really, yes, really good. <laughs> I mean it's not an unfamiliar like uh, genre really. 
You know, it's like I played other games sort of similar. Yeah, but um, I think Ratchet & Clank has a special kind of progression to it, a special kind of, like, world building, you know, how it sort of has like, missions, but you can kind of do them in whatever way you want to and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's that's cool. Like, <laughs> that's cool. like I'd say it's a third-person action-adventure platforming game, but it's <laughs> not like any of the other platforming games like that most people have experience with, like Mario and... Banjo Kazooie and that kind it's of thing. It's more like Gex, Enter the Gecko. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's still kind of in that same vein for me, but it, it is great. I mean, I mean it's it's, great. it's a it's a an early PlayStation era platformy gimmicky kind of character game. It's like it, every game on PlayStation back then was that same kind of thing. I just think like, like Crash Bandicoot. Like the action adventure genre as a whole is so weird. Like it, like there's so many games that sort of fall into that framework. Like it, like you could call Witcher an action adventure game. <laughs> it's it's an RPG well, with it is action, an action adventure RPG. Yeah. 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 It, I don't know. It's just yeah. so it, that's like such a catch-all, like such an umbrella term for so many different kinds of game genres. Uh, yeah, but either way, excellent selection of game to be playing because it's a great game. And then yes, and then of course Dark Souls. But I, I think I've talked about that on a podcast already. Yeah, Dark Souls is like in such a weird spot for me because like I'm also playing Ratchet a little bit. Um, I just got Uncharted Four, and Uncharted Four is fucking amazing. Uh, but Dark Souls is like still there, and I really want to play Dark Souls. I, I think what I'm gonna do, and this is what I've done with all the Dark Souls games thus far, was like. I played a little bit to sort of get a feel for it, and then I'll just like play the whole thing live stream. I'm just gonna live stream the whole game because it's so fun you, to like talk. With you the gotta, and stuff. you gotta give it some time. You know, you like if you're distracted, just don't play it. And then oh play yeah, it later. I mean, I think I've made a decent amount of progress in it. Like, I'm I'm definitely not far by any means. I, I got to a swamp. I'm fighting a giant crab. Oh, no, in you're swamp. fucked. <laughs> that's like right at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. But that's like everything that I'm watching about that game. People are just like this fucking swamp. It's also where frames go to die. Yeah, so. I mean, it's it's running pretty nicely uh, thus far on the PlayStation. But uh, that's definitely a game that I'm looking to invest the time into. And yet, like I I've been able to juggle multiple games in the past but i'm not i don't like doing it so i'm gonna wait until basically i beat uncharted and ratchet and then i'll get into it again uh, uncharted. i was gonna say dark dark souls is kind of a series that just kind of demands that you singularly give it your attention yeah totally uncharted has got to only be like 10 hours long yeah it's it's a they're usually pretty short i'm loving it thus far though oh my god uncharted is like the most like I thought Ratchet was the best looking game on PS4 thus far until I started playing Uncharted, and it's just, oh my god, it is so nice. Well, they're pretty different in terms of their aesthetic. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, one's more like photorealism and one's basically Pixar, but I I, I don't know, like, Uncharted is just like, the first, like, ten minutes of that game are so gripping, like, oh my god, I'm just, I'm loving it so much. I have to say, when I came in the room and you were playing it, I, uh... I, I, when the guy the, he's in the dark in this area and this guy pulls a flashlight and I was like oh shit this looks like spoiler this is like some live action <laughs> shit here like that the 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 lighting was done really well like it, it totally yeah. looked like a real dude walking in the background with a flashlight well that's that's just Naughty Dog for you they've always been like they always the step on the pinnacle of PlayStation speaking of nice as... flashlights do you remember in Mass Effect three <laughs> in like that first area when he turns on a flashlight. I freaked out. I was like, no. "That's a that's a nice looking flashlight." 
I don't remember that, but I only played through that game once, and then in case anyone immediately went yeah. back and played Mass Effect Two over and over and over and over again. Skirbo has a uh, flashlight. Spoiler collection. alert! I do. I love. I love flashlights. <laughs> he has all kinds. <laughs> ben, what about you? What are you playing, man? Uh, I'm bouncing back and forth between Battleborn and uh, Star Wars Dark Forces, the old. <laughs> PC PS1 game, dude. You have like <laughs> throw the it over weirdest. To Holy shit! <laughs> I had that on. Uh, I had that on DOS, and it came on f- five uh, uh, five floppy disks. Like, can I just like Ben? What the fuck influences the games that you're playing? Like, at what point were you just like, you know what? Let's just dredge up Dark Forces and give this a whirl. Yo, like, that game is really good. That, that's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's a little clunky on PlayStation, but oh, I mean, it's, I would definitely say play it on PC, but it's still a lot. Of it's, fun. I mean, it's Doom with a Star Wars <laughs> skin on it. Is all that it is. Like it's, if you want to see the the roots of first person shooter games, for anybody listening that wasn't like actively playing stuff in like 1992 like go back and look at these first person shooters where you can't aim <laughs> you can't look up and down your lasers just go to where the enemies are depending on like if you're pointing at the ground and there's a guy way above you the laser just goes up oh, yeah. it's pretty awesome uh, no not in star wars you can aim up and down oh you can aim up and down oh yes you know it's just a, a pain game? in the ass <laughs> oh my god you know what else is a great See, game what? The thing Snake is a great game. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're going to iterate on Snake much. But the Tetris. thing with uh, Dark Forces is that was kind of the second wave of first-person shooters after Doom and Wolfenstein. So Yeah, I mean, Wolfenstein was basically like... It wasn't the first one, but it was the first, like, big one. And then Doom just, like, you know... Mm-hmm. Doom, Doom was it just but being that, like... That, so that, that was the thing with... They were just... They were like, okay, so the thing with Wolfenstein worked. Let's... Let's really, like, kick it up a notch. And then they made Doom. They're like, let's put it on two times speed, add way cooler weapons, uh, yeah. and just drop them in, in really, the middle of hell. Really cool music. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I mean, that's when it all kicked off. And then you did get the stuff like uh, like Dark Forces coming after it, where it was like, oh, we, we figured out how to do this 3D stuff without being 3D. Our, our super cool old computers with five floppy disks can totally handle this technology now. Yeah, the other thing was is Dark Forces was like the first shooter to be able to have like multiple levels. So you'll have spaces on top of spaces in a 3D space, whereas like Doom is all just a flat level where you can go up on a platform and down, but there aren't multiple levels to the map. Yeah, it's more like there's a giant, it's almost like a giant box with a ramp on it. Like it's not like you can go under the things that you're, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, well, I mean, the whole reason that I got Dark Forces was because last week was uh, Star Wars Day, May the 4th, and Sony was having a major sale on all the Star Wars games. So I got three PS2 games with Racer Revenge, uh, Bounty Hunter, and then the the Not Rogue Squadron Fighter. And uh, then I bought, Naboo, Naboo and then I bought Dark Force. Is it Naboo yeah. Starfighter? No, it was Jedi Starfighter. Oh, Jedi yeah, it's just Starfighter. Star the one with the A-Wing on the front or whatever. It's the uh, the Jedi Starfighter on the front. It's the precursor yeah. to the A-Wing. Or no, no, I'm sorry. Actually, <laughs> I think it's the precursor Excuse to the me. TIE Fighter because everything's backwards. I don't know. I forgot. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, But yeah, that, that, that's why I picked those up. And the week before, I had actually just finished 
playing through Star Wars Pod Racer on N64. So wow, that's a good game. <laughs> Did you get to that one level that doesn't have walls, and you have to go over a bridge with two levels, and you always fall yeah, off because it's way game. too hard? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I actually beat that somehow and the only way to do it is just to boost the whole time and hope you don't explode so that's basically what every racing game is to me <laughs> you just what's the no, 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 i'm just saying specifically on that level is like you have to boost through every section otherwise you'll never catch up yeah because so, it's impossible to stay on the top level so ben much. tell me a little bit about battleborn because like that was that's a game that I frankly had zero faith in. Nobody else was playing. <laughs> yeah, zero faith in that game, and it seems like people seem to be that. talking about it. It seems to be a fairly interesting topic. I mean, granted, the the main reason why I hear it come up in conversation is people asking the question Overwatch or Battleborn, which we'll get to Overwatch in a little bit. Um, which is a stupid comparison. Yeah, because I know they're not the same game. But like, yeah, just what's what's your experience like uh, been like with it thus far? Um. I'm having a lot of fun with it. See, I was very, very skeptical when it was first announced. I was just like, eh, whatever. And then the first beta didn't really kind of clearly show me how the game worked, so I didn't enjoy it. But the second one did. and But it's very uh, MOBA-esque. Like, I wouldn't say it's a straight-up MOBA, but because it's so shooter-centric and uh, melee-centric it works for some reason and then on the side on the other flip side of the coin is like oh you have a campaign to go along with it and then split screen which is you know couch co-op is that i'll always carry the torch for that one so okay well that sounds pretty cool there's like 20 or 30 like playable characters right 25 Okay, and so, it is it is like, and they all play drastically differently. So like, you'll never have the same experience yeah. with each character, and that's that's kind of the same draw that Overwatch has, but it, yeah. it's in a very different kind of <laughs> gameplay setting. The only caveat that I've heard about it is that the the characters tend to be fairly like simple. So there's not like after you play each of them, it only takes a few hours to really like totally understand everything about that character. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that because they've got the Helix system, which is where you kind of pick your upgrades. Uh, you can pick A or B. And then the more time you spend with a character, the higher the level the, of your character gets. You can actually add third options into each Helix. So it actually really diversifies a lot of how you can play with a certain character. Like, I play Oscar Mike one way, and you would different like far stealthier and less uh aggro up front like i do so so okay. it does and, kinda... and, and that's one reason that it has such like a draw is because i know the game will be entertaining even if it doesn't have like the giant list of maps to play on but it is it is very moba e like it has it has mobs oh, yeah. and stuff that you're trying to lead to the other person's base uh that's one game mode Yes, everything is very MOBA-centric. Like, there are three different game modes. There's one where it's basically uh, capture the area and defend it. There's one where it's more MOBA-ish, where you have to go take down these, like, giant super minion kind of things, and you kill one, kill the other, and then the game ends. 
And then there's just the straight up traditional MOBA where you lead the uh, minions down the lanes and uh, kill people who get in the way. Yeah, so really people who are trying to compare this to Overwatch are just seeing it as like, oh, there, it's a shooter with lots of different characters. It's like a, oh. like a character-based <laughs> shooter, like a hero shooter. Yeah, therefore it's the same game, whereas what you just described sounds absolutely nothing like Overwatch at all. Yeah, like... This has more in common with, I'd say, Smite than it does with Overwatch. See, that's not I a would sell say, for me. Like, Smite. I was, don't think uh... it's that unfair of a comparison. Like, they are not the same game, but Overwatch has a lot of influences from MOBAs as well. Like, this is the first arena-based shooter with an ultimate. Like, in- uh, yeah, I, I think the difference is. I think the difference is. I wouldn't like say the... that at all, actually. Well, it, all I, of the, I, if you take, sorry, if you like, here is the storm. If you take out all of the minions and you just do the move sets and you zoom it in and make it first person, like those are the moves you're doing. Yeah, you I got mean, your escape it's... move, you have your defensive move, you have your attack move, and then you have your ultimate. Ultimates yeah, I, are I, a MOBA thing. I think what I, I'm I can see where you're going like... with that, but hold on one sec. I watched a video where GameSpot was uh, random. I don't know why I was watching this, but they were interviewing the devs and they were talking about how their influences were more 90s arena shooters and far less anything oh, else. Like, Oh, I know, but the ultimate and the move sets, like, oh, yeah, they wanted totally. to go for, it's like a TF2 yeah, it's, with a it's, MOBA blend. It's characters but, based around, like, move rotations, which is, like, totally, yeah, yeah like, I, I don't so, think anybody like, could argue against this. If they're both characters. influenced by MOBAs, I don't think it's that much of a stretch to have, but, like, a similar comparison there. They're yeah, not but, the same game. But I think the big difference is that one actually plays like a MOBA and one just has characters that could be in a MOBA, but it plays like Team Fortress does. Yeah, no, but, yeah. The, but the moves... Yeah, sense, definitely. I mean, I, yeah, like, I think the way the way in which you play, like the medium that you're playing through, like a character with move rotations, yeah, like that's similar. But I think what you're actually doing in the games is very different. Like there's course. there's no PvE aspect to Overwatch at all, where it, it seems like... You know, depending on the game mode in Battleborn, it's like what, like twenty-five to fifty percent of what you're doing is PVE, sort of. It's like PVE the, in a right. PvP environment. But to say they're not uh, related at all is what I mean. Like, yeah, no, no, no I'm with you. I'm totally with you on that. Yeah, I don't they're think, cousins. I don't think that it's not that they're related at all. I think it's people seem to think it's like one or the other, and they're basically exactly the same. And I. That's that's obviously not the case. I yeah, mean, I think the reason why people ask that question is more like if they're going to drop sixty bucks on something on yeah, one exactly. of these two experiences, yeah, what which are they? One yeah, they're, to me, they're similar enough. Like in in that place I was just talking about, they look sort like sort of that cartoony similarness, and they're coming out at the same time. Like, yeah. and they're both big deals. It's like. How can you not compare them? But I would say if you're somebody who absolutely loves Smite and also absolutely loves Team Fortress 2, you could easily buy both of these games. And oh, you're not, yeah. You're not going to have like a, such a similar experience that you're going to feel like you wasted Yeah, it's not like you, oh, I just bought Call of Duty and another different Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, th- this isn't quite like Battlefield and Call of Duty where you know they're very, very, very similar but kind of different. These are like, no, these are... Very different and only kind of similar. Yeah, they just okay. happen to look a lot alike. Yeah, yeah. That that's it's like just glancing at the shelf. They look almost exactly the same, but when you actually get in and play both games, they're completely and you know different. What? And that sucks for Battleborn because Overwatch, Blizzard, it's like a tank. And I think a lot of the good aspects of Battleborn, uh, whether it's a really awesome game or not, 
uh, they're going to get overshadowed just from the sheer mass of whatever Blizzard puts Yeah, out. I mean, like, the thing with Blizzard, for me at least, is, like, you could look at any Blizzard product that comes out and pretty much know that it's going to be a, a quality piece of entertainment. You know what I mean? Like, there's, a, there's definitely a pedigree that's attached to Blizzard. Like, Gearbox right. has... A sordid history, you know. Like I've loved, I've loved some Gearbox games, and other ones I'm just like, I mean, these are the people that published, you know, Aliens, Colonial Marines, and and Duke, Duke Nukem. Nukem Forever, yeah. Uh, but on the flip side, they also made Borderlands and Borderlands Two, which are both phenomenal games. Also pre sequel, but I never played and that, so. Brothers in Arms, yeah, yeah, that was quality stuff back in the day. Yeah, so yeah. It's it's I don't know I th- I think there's definitely an argument there like Alex was saying but uh, it's gonna be sort of <laughs> sorry I've got my window open if you guys hear that um, yeah small children yeah sorry but uh yeah so I think there's definitely like that comparison's one to be made but I don't think it should determine whether or not you're gonna buy a game necessarily I think it really is contingent upon the type of experience that you're looking for. Yeah, like literally, if someone asks me, should I get Battleborn or Overwatch? I'll be like, what do you want to play? Like, do you yeah, want a MOBA or do you want an arena <laughs> shooter? Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, we are going to get to Overwatch as sort of our main topic now that the beta has wrapped up. But we've got a couple of news topics that I want to hit first. Uh, three in particular. Are you guys ready? Yes. I'm ready. Okay, so topic number one, and this isn't so much a topic so much as it is just, you know, uh, hyperbole that we can discredit or fall into or whatever, but there was a news post earlier this week that was speaking of a rumor that Nintendo's NX, their new fancy system, the NX coming out March 2017, could be possibly going back to cartridge-based gaming. No fucking oh, way. <laughs> so I thought we weren't I thought we weren't even going to discuss this. We Okay, we, so so <laughs> this okay, is how so it should this... be. Until we see the NX, nothing that is ever said about it is true. Ever. Yeah. Chow wanted to talk about this. Unfortunately, Chow could not join us on this podcast because he had stuff going on. But uh, I, I think he more so wanted to talk about it in the context of like that that something like this could be news. I mean, frankly, the the rumor comes from such a loose and un like credible source. It's basically the people who make the 3DS cartridges say, oh yeah, our business is going to be better next year. With, it's it's with not Nintendo's even, like, the, new, the news, the actual piece of news doesn't even suggest that, that it's going to use cartridges. It's somebody inferring that from a completely unrelated piece of news. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of BS, but I, I mean, figured... I, I, I like rumors as much as the next guy, but I mean, that one's there's just nothing there. Dumb. Yeah, basic... there's, well, it could be true, but like, there's nothing to tell from from this. News. But like, why would it be true? No, it won't, it's not. True. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I mean, like, so if there's, we, there's nothing here. If we like, like to not. play devil's advocate, the only way it would be true is if they were saying that the NX is a portable handheld. Also, along with being a console, I mean, they are, they are, they are saying it's a portable handheld, but yeah, and and I'm just saying that's the only credence to the rumor. But but they, I'm pretty sure they were, they were also saying that it's, uh, that it's like digital only. So that you know, yeah, I think the biggest shame, (laughs) like speaking of NX stuff, I think the biggest shame is that we're not going to hear anything about the NX City Three. 
like they fought it's a, all about a game. Yeah, one they game. said they're they're only going to be talking about Zelda, which on the one hand I'm stoked for Zelda, so that's like cool. But it's also like yeah. what the fuck? Because like every like the only piece of relevant Nintendo news that's happening right now is about the NX. People just want to know what it is, what it looks like, what kind of games are going to be there at launch. You know what I mean? Um, See, like, I have a conspiracy theory on this. All these rumors are coming out, and all they're doing is keeping interest going for the NX before it actually comes out. Without yeah. Nintendo ever having to say anything or do anything, this whole, like, oh, what's the NX? What's it going to do? What's it going to be? It's yeah, just kind of I mean, rolling all on its own. Yeah, but this has happened with every Nintendo console short of the Wii U. I mean, before it was the Wii, it was the Nintendo Revolution, and everyone was like, oh man, this sounds so cool. Which is a better name. A yeah, which much is better name. a much better name. And then before that, it was like the Dolphin, Dolphin. and it's like, oh man, what's, what's the Dolphin going to be? I don't think they have to leak anything. Like, this stuff would just come out by itself. Like, people just invent things, and then, I mean, this is basically coming from nothing. Well, so, yeah, I mean... There you go. I don't know. I, just... I think I'm I'm anxious for, you know, like, sure, rumors are fun and stuff, but I think I'm just really anxious for actual NX news. I just want to see what it is. I'm, I'm not anxious for an actual news. I, I, like, I'm at the point where I just don't care. I just kind of want it over with. I want to um, know what it is. Yeah, I just, like, I... thought I, it was going to be announced there, in a month, you there, know? There is a 0% chance I'm going to buy this system. So oh, I, no, I'm just like, whatever. There's, I, like, 100% What I find funny right. is we find it believable because we know that Nintendo will do something to shoot themselves in the foot. Um. Well, well. I guess it will be too. Like the too Wii was a gamble that paid off. The Wii U. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No one wants it. No one wants to play on a tablet, and it didn't work. So. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the, that was just a marketing nightmare for them. And I think, I think there's going to be similar issues with other uh, pieces of hardware coming out, like this new ps4 k or whatever like that's not going to be an easy or fun thing for uh sony to market because it's basically them saying hey all of our loyal customers your screw your you. piece of technology <laughs> is going to be so much shittier than this new one that's coming out and developers know. are not happy either yeah because i mean yeah now the developers have to like add at least you know i don't know if it's going to be easy or not but now they have to add some some sort of additional work onto their development process to make sure that it works for this new thing. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know that this is super new in terms of from a consumer standpoint. Because like, I remember when they came out with the the second design of the Xbox 360, and it was like, oh man, this one's all cool looking. It's all angular. It That's doesn't just... catch on fire when I use it. Like same hardware though. Had a so, built-in Wi-Fi adapter. It, it wasn't. The, it was not the same hardware. I mean, it was the same game playing hardware, but they definitely swapped out uh, a lot of. Right, things. but that's that's the big deal for the devs. Like, no, I know, no, but I'm power. I'm talking from a consumer standpoint. Like, we've been oh, getting okay. we've been getting fucked by stuff like this for a while oh, I now. Yes. Well, I feel like yeah, but consoles... the, that one's not necessary. That one's just cool. It is when your 360s bursting into flames every time well, you try to. But... Yeah. I mean, I think <laughs> this, this I think... is like you have a lower quality of product. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think the deal with most console developers now is that they basically need to find a way to sell you the same shit over and over again because they're like, oh man, Apple and Sam song and all these people are making bank just re-releasing the same phone with one extra cool thing each year i mean i don't think yeah the but phone... those are subsidized through your uh, yeah phone I, I don't think the phone thing so that's is very completely relevant. different but in the same token they but essentially they that. essentially they're trying to sell you the same product again is essentially they, what's they want on. a way to open their market 
to people who already own the product that they're trying yeah, to sell. Exactly. Like, there's, you know, however many 40 million people already own a PS4, but, like, you know, how many more people could they get to jump on that? Yeah, how rather we, than, like, uh, you know, the spoiled brat kids who already have it who are going to drop the extra 400 bucks, like myself, on this new one. Like, like the Elite Controller. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's that, I mean, that's that's one of the major goals of marketing is how do we trick people into buying things they already have? Like yeah, buying yeah more but that has them. nothing to do with the rumor we were talking about. We should get back on topic. Yeah, no, we, no, we, should, we, should, we should not. <laughs> yeah, we should not get back on topic. <laughs> new topic. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the PS 4.5 and the Xbox 1.5 when we actually know about them. Yeah, have stuff like, to talk about. All the facts. So, until then, it's just those. new topic. Uh, earlier this week, we got a uh, new game announcement. So last week, we talked about Call of Duty Infinite Warfare and how stupid and a train wreck that's going to be. Uh, but this week, we got the Battlefield 1 announcement. Now, I'm not a Battlefield fan. Nope. Are any of you guys nope. Battlefield fans? Nope. Callum is. Callum is. I like and, the game, but I'm not hardcore like Callum Callum is, is a Battlefield evangelist. It's like... I think this one is doing at a bare minimum. I think this one's doing something more interesting than what Call of Duty is doing. They're like Call of Duty is trying to up the ante with like the technological advancements and stuff. Right, this seems is, to be bringing it back to like historical, you know, well, what battles and stuff. I don't know anything about it because I don't like Battlefield. Oh, it was a cool trailer. Yeah, it's a very cool trailer. It, oh, it yeah, actually definitely. shows you like in World War one and two yeah. and the korean war and some other stuff oh, that's like interesting yeah no, i'm pretty it, sure it's just supposed to be world war one though yeah. no there's like a lot of stuff going I, on there i thought it was i gonna... thought it was just world war one i can yeah i'm about 90 percent sure it's just if world you show war me 1. the trailer i'll be able to tell you like immediately so hold on as he's calling that up i'll just say that they probably did this because they saw that, oh, Call of Duty just keeps doing the same thing over and over again, like trying to be Titanfall <laughs> over and over and over again. Uh, we should we should maybe do the opposite. So is this like a, you think it's like a reboot? You know, like I think this is. A I reboot. mean, it's called One. I know. So like, oh yeah, there's like Zeppelins and stuff in it. Yeah, yeah it's it's, it's like, all World War One. World War. That's World War One. World War One. So we're gonna get Battlefront Two. World War One. Or Battle, uh, Battlefield. Ugh. Oh, they did actually announce Battlefront 2, but that that's different. Yeah. You heard it here. I just announced it. <laughs> you heard it here first. Okay, so no, no, no. EA actually did announce no, I, I Battlefront 2. So. so, yes, this is definitely all World War I uh, thus far that I'm seeing. It, they're taking some liberties for sure. Um, Maybe it's like an alternate history. I'm World seeing, War I. yeah. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of biplanes, which is a really easy way to tell that it's World War One. Uh, oh yeah, I'm seeing a lot of tanks that like don't have guns on them, which oh, is wait. also a it's very also, World it, War One. It's thing. also called Battlefield One. Yeah, <laughs> so that might have been a dead giveaway. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the Zeppelin was a huge giveaway with that. Not to mention the guy with the the trench bat. Yeah, there was so, a lot of trenches. <laughs> so Battlefield never was numeric like that. Uh, there was Battlefield no, 1942. No, I, I'm pretty sure I own Battlefield 4. No, like, the, well, hold, the, there was Battlefield 1942, then there was Battlefield, whatever the future one was. Uh, yeah, 2043 or 2042, yeah. Um, yeah 2042. And then I completely was, fell yeah, off of it. There was absolutely it. Battlefield 3 on Xbox 360 and PS4, and then Battlefield 4 came at, at the very tail end of the, that console's uh, life cycle. but you skipped Battlefield 2, which was... You know, modern war combat. 
like it's been like that for years oh that might be a thing like literally battlefield hasn't changed much and since two have they ever done world war one no i don't think anybody well no no one really has because it's kind of hard well didn't modern warfare not modern warfare uh call of duty no, damn it! What's the other one? World Medal of Honor. Of Medal of I keep Honor. Saying no, Me- Medal of Honor has been World War Two. That was always every, World War Two. Every single time. They yeah. just changed okay. like the country okay. in which it's taking the, place. The right? thing is, is that World War One is a really hard war to make interesting because in trench in, warfare in reality, ninety percent <laughs> of what was going on was people sitting in trenches and shooting across a field at one another and not actually moving. So, yeah. so if they did like an alternate history version of it where more exciting things were happening. Well, yeah, I mean, you also had biplane fights and tanks, but the tanks didn't have guns on them. And, like, it was, I mean, it's just them trying to figure out ways to get across a field where dudes with machine guns were waiting for them on the other side. Like, Mm. that. See, I I think more of the game's going to take place in the Afghan war because I think there was far more, like, actual combat. Now, that's, I mean, and that's the first thing I said when I, the, the beginning of the trailer was like, oh, this is the Afghan war because there's a Middle Eastern guy standing over the camera. (laughs) Um, Okay, so there was Battlefield 1942, Battlefield Vietnam, uh, Battlefield... Battlefield 2. Battlefield 2 Modern Combat. Yeah. And then Mm. Battlefield 2, and then Battlefield 2 Special Forces, and then Euroforce, and then Armored Fury. And then... So they're not pulling, like, a James Bond. Yeah. Like, going back to the beginning, and then... Well, they... I mean, I guess they are, because it's... There was never a Battlefield 1. There was just right. Battlefield 1942. But, so I guess I'm saying, where are they going from here? Uh, uh, well, that, well, that's the thing, is you can do whatever you want, because Battlefield's never been a character-driven game. Yeah, or, well, yeah. I don't well, think Bad Company, I think, was. But you're not going to call that. it. Oh, yeah, I would love if they did Battle, uh, Bad Company 3. That would be awesome. Yeah. But I, I don't think we're going to see that for a, a while, if ever. That game was pretty good. That was, like, the only Battlefield game I've ever played. Battlefield Bad Company 2. I Holy sunk shit, there were so many Battlefield 3s, so too, and 4s. I guess these are all, like, expansions. Yeah, I think there was a lot of expansions listing. to those. Holy shit! 4s yeah. got, like, 10 expansions. It was free on Oracle. Yeah, and then Hardline, Criminal Bullshit. <laughs> so dumb. Hey, hey, you, you talk crap about Hardline, but it was actually pretty fun. Yeah, nothing like another cop killing simulator. Yeah. That's well, exactly you were the cop. We you weren't killing cops. I'm sure that when you played multiplayer, somebody <laughs> oh, was the guy yeah. killing cops. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, well, the, the cops versus robbers thing was kind of fun, but I didn't really play the multiplayer. I mean, we I had that other heist game that, that did that in a... Payday. Yeah, yeah Payday. which I also that was, that was like a cool very game. much. It was cool for like a little bit, and then you realize that it's just the same thing over and over. Well, apparently yeah. they patched it like into the ground, too. They, they're not like a great... Yeah. Great to have. Like, Payday 2, Brian, I, I wasn't overly impressed with. Yeah, I so. think that ran I, I liked Payday for a while. It's fun with friends. Yeah, I think I got it for free on PlayStation Plus one month. It was cool. Um, So, I mean, Battlefield 1, it was a very cool-looking trailer. I mean, it looks interesting. I'm glad they're doing something different. Uh, yeah, if nothing else, just the fact that it takes place in World War Two is... World War One Ver- or World War One? <laughs> no, the point is the fact that it takes place in World War One is very interesting because I and don't. And they used the the Seven Nation Army song on the trailer, which is awesome. That's also cool. Um, gotta love the white stripes. So, guys, 
I got another piece of news for you. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> it's so disappointing. <laughs> Let's talk about the Pokemon Sun and oh Moon God, starters. They, yeah! They suck. I, I'm looking at them, and yeah, I'm not they overly impressed. They suck! Okay. I don't know if you guys remember, most of the starters look like shit. They do! Uh, I can, a, I can a tell lot. you a no, cool like, one in, in, every, every in every game. A lot, a Gen lot of one them. and hey, Snivy, Gen 2 were pretty Snivy iconic. was awesome. Yeah, nine, but since then... No, I mean, Chikorita was pretty lame, but, like, Totodile and Cyndaquil are, are like, where it's at. Hold on. Hold I like Snivy a lot. I have a yeah. I have a picture of all of them right here. So let's let's talk right. about let's talk about who the Sun and Moon ones are. So we've got the flying grass type named Owlet. Okay, so the 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 most interesting thing to me about that thing because it looks super stupid is just the fact that you have a starter that at at like base level five is a flying grass type. That's super weird. Like, has there ever been a flying base level no, starter no. ever? I mean, you get and on Pidgey. top of that, the grass type is is the flying type. That's 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 interesting to me. But he looks he's just, he looks it's a bush he's got a, with he's, wings. He's got, a, he's got a bow tie. He's cute. Yeah, a, bo- a yeah, bow tie which, man of leaves. Which just you know what that makes me think that when he evolves, like his he's final be- form is going to be like a dude with a tie and like a uh, like a top no. hat. No, I bet it's going to be one no, of those mean be looking awesome. owls, like. It's gonna be armored. You ever it's see? Awesome. You ever see the transforming owl video on YouTube? Like, think of the evil version, like the vampire version with the spiked eyebrows. That's what it's gonna look like. I just, I feel awesome. like it's gonna to get to be a bigger, a bigger owl that has a top hat and like a cane and like a big bow tie, and it's just gonna well, be really dumb. <laughs> see, my pro- my problem with this is they're they're hitting like animals that they've already done before. Oh, like the seal? I mean, we're, we're getting nothing new. Yeah, okay, there's, yeah. Literally around, Pokemon, there's literally a Pokemon. There's literally a Pokemon called Seal. Well, this one's a dog seal. It's a water type, and its <laughs> name right, is Pop Popolio. Pop- That's easily my least favorite one. It's, yeah. it's stupid. It's pretty dope. I mean, it's a, it's like a circus clown that is also a seal. Yeah, that's a very weird-looking Pokemon. The clown nose? Yeah, the, the clown nose is what puts it too over the top for me. Like, I could deal with just, like, a dog seal, but, like, yeah, you have to clown it up, literally. <laughs> like, well, you have to make it so it doesn't literally look like seal from the Generation yeah, 1. Yeah, I mean, again, so. there's a Pokemon <laughs> who's already called seal. Okay. <laughs> so then the, the third and final of the starters is a fire-type cat named Litten. Like kitten. an emo fire type cat. Yeah, I mean it's clearly he looks super angsty. It's clearly I mean, the coolest looking of the yeah, three, but I, it's yet another cat. I will absolutely take that. No problem. That would absolutely be my first. Thing. I never pick the. Everyone fire type. likes the cat. I best. always pick the fire type because fire types are the best. I the well, only fire here, type. Here's the snitty. thing: if the owl evolves into something cool, I'd pick the owl. But yeah, the cat. Probably. I mean, I usually, I don't know. I was gonna say I usually go grass type, but that's not true. I really, I really, I just picked the one that I like the most in all of them. Which so is Gen One, who did Gen One, I was Bulbasaur. What you yes, picked? I know it's a very, it's a very, it is a, I know it is the new It's a very choice. unpopular opinion, but he's really good against Brock, and he's really good against Misty, and Ivysaur is or and uh, Venusaur is awesome. Grass, I think Grass had the most weaknesses. Of all the, uh, all well, the so that just means Bulbasaur, that I am a boss. Then. Bulbasaur just makes the beginning <laughs> of the game easy, but he yeah. sucks late game. Well, Charmander just, is the hardest one to start the game with because he sucks against Rock, but he's yeah. awesome. He's I just fucking like, Charmander. Everybody, everybody loves Charmander, and I'm like, eh. 
Like he's a dragon. That's that's cool. I'd rather have like Tyranitar. He's I think I had Squirtle. Oh, Squirtle's Squir- lame. and Squirtle is fine too. Like Squirtle's I like Blastoise. Lame. Okay, Blastoise? here's the thing. Come on. Okay, if, Blastoise if is cool, I guess. Part, but if you're putting Blastoise that. next to Charizard, like, come on, dude. I oh, just... They're they're like almost on par, but then. Like what? Venusaur? Yeah, no, Venusaur is super weak. Like, like, like we're, not even, we're not even talking about Venusaur. I fully, I fully acknowledge it's a very unpopular opinion. I swear I'm not just being a hipster. I just really like Bulbasaur. Um, uh, now, but, you know, Bulbasaur is better than all of his, um, he's all also, his evolutions. He's Pokemon number one, guys. Number one. He is number one. He will one. always be number one. No, now, hey, what, about, what, what about Gen 2? Because Gen two is really hard for me because one like one of Gen them is very is like Totodile like, it's so easy Totodile. like nobody nobody picks Chikorita but honestly I I have a very hard time deciding between Totodile and Cyndaquil they're my two favorite Pokemon yeah I think I pick Cyndaquil um, I yeah. I've played that game like four or five times and usually I I alternate because I just love both of them so much Feraligator yeah Feraligator is awesome Feraligator is so badass that's the one the one complaint that i have about cyndaquil is that all he does is get bigger like he doesn't actually change the way that he looks at all he just gets more weasel like as he gets bigger but he basically looks exactly the same when he's typhlosion but like he's awesome he's so <laughs> awesome and for alligator is so awesome and bayleaf is so dumb <laughs> bayleaf <laughs> Now, who was Gen Three? Gen Three, I let's actually not, didn't let's not go through play. All the gen- yeah. Oh, we have to. There's only five. <laughs> There's only five Gen Three. I didn't even play because all of them sucked so much. The the next one I played after that was I think Diamond. And I, that's that's where Snivy came in. And I was there's like, Diamond, yeah. Pearl, Platinum, and then Black White, Black White Two. The, the next one, X and Y. The next one that I picked was the Turtle version of Bulbasaur because he looks exactly like a little tree. He's, on he's, his he's back. just Bulbasaur, but a turtle, and he's great. Oh my god, yeah, and then Turtwig. I was I did Turtwig's I did do awesome. Oshawott, but I was that gen. I was also like, man, all these suck. That's so kind I have of what to ad- Sun and Moon looks like. I don't know. I'm I not- have to admit, I only ever played uh, Omega Ruby, and that that was the first Pokemon game I ever what? played. What, dude? Get on Soul Silver <laughs> and Heart Gold. Those are so good. Yeah, I really want to play Silver. That's but. play like don't don't play regular Silver. Like you want to play Soul Silver. It's it is in this case it is not worth playing the original. Like Soul Silver just fixes a lot of its problems. That's cool. But it is like Soul Silver is in like my top ten, top five maybe games ever. Yeah. So, but I'm just going back to Sun and Moon, I think all of these, none of them, I think are visually that attractive. I think I'm, I would just pick the cat for the sake of it's a cat. But like, I don't think yeah, any of them are very interesting. That's gonna be a dark fire. Uh, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, what I found most interesting cool. about the reveal trailer was less the starting Pokemon and more just the way the environment looks in-game. Is this one Japan again? Or are they doing some other... Uh, Isn't it, like, yeah. tropical? I watched it... No, no, no. I, oh, yeah, I, I'm like just saying, like... Right? Yeah, it's a paradise place, but like graphically speaking, it looks nothing like the old games. Oh, that's too. yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, your your character is actually like tall and not like a child. But I mean, it, it, yeah, it's just it's more you're, like you're not ice this and... little round ball with round ball feet, kind of running around. Wait, you didn't play black and white or uh, X and Y, did you? I've only played Omega Ruby on <laughs> okay, the yeah, X and Y. That's because he hasn't been a little. But, he hasn't been a ball with feet since like. No, no, no. <laughs> but even then, like if you look at Omega Ruby and X and Y, 
it's still very caricature when you're running around well, the overworld. Yeah, you're like a weird noodle person that like <laughs> is like. Yeah, I mean, that's around. what I'm saying. Like in the trailer, that's not what it looks like anymore. Well, it yeah, looks I, a I did more notice like normal. I noticed that the camera moves around more now. It's more of like a third person game than a like. I guess X and Y was like isometric, sort of. It's it's weird. I I don't know. I I actually prefer the top down thing. I know that's very old school, but like, I feel like it just makes things easier and like look better, and it's easier to tell where you are and yeah, it's harder fun to, to like get lost. Map that way. Yeah, but, I like I like the more Zelda looking Pokemon games than the the that's honestly, over the shoulder ones. That's honestly why I had a problem with yeah. the new Animal Crossing because it's just so weird. You're like walking on a cylinder instead of like a thing. Yeah. I don't know. All right, dudes. I, I would also like to say that it doesn't matter what we think about the starting Pokemon because this is a Pokemon for a new generation. Yes. Like, this is geared towards kids, not towards us. And I'm sure that there will be plenty of like living ice cream cones for people to complain about in this game, just like there were in all the other ones. So. Hey, man, Pokemon is timeless. It's, it's getting a little dumb. <laughs> this, I'm going to go ahead and say that after 20 years. It's getting, they're, they're clearly running out of ideas, which is ridiculous because there's definitely animals that they haven't done, but yet we get key rings. And, and Show I, me a lemur Pokemon. That's yeah. not Mankey. Mankey's stupid. Mankey's not a lemur. He's like a he's like a cotton ball with arms and legs. It's weird. All right, let's move on to yeah, the top. I, I got to say... Uh, the fake starting Pokemon that you posted in the chat. The earlier. elephant, yeah, that was awesome. Those yes, were so I wish good. the elephant was the one. The little, it's a little grass elephant. I've not seen those. Yeah, yet. yeah, they were total, total fakes. But with the wood face mask kind of thing, yeah, it looked, looked really cool. He looked pretty sick. I was like, oh my, I, like, there's one. We only have one elephant Pokemon. Where's? Can we get some more elephants? And it's not even an elephant. It's a fucking like shovel tusker, like prehistoric elephant relative. Oh yeah, well you had the mammoth with uh, crap. Oh, that's name. right, that's right. And then and then you had Fampy and then whatever Fampy. Yeah, was Fampy and Don Fan are, are the shovel tuskers. Don Fan. Yeah. Hmm. All right, dude. So there were two. <laughs> let's move on to topic of the show. Pots, give us a jingle for topic of the show. Topic of the show. Great, great, great jingle. <laughs> All right, so the before Overwatch that, beta. Are we gonna are we gonna play that before every time? If you're here, we're doing Sweet. it. Sweet. <laughs> uh, so the Overwatch beta wrapped up uh, just what two days ago? Yesterday? I don't even know. It, they said they extended it to the tenth, but it wasn't actually like. I think yeah, I think it was Monday. Yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty sure Monday. I was I'm, pretty done with it by Sunday. Honestly. I'm curious what you guys' final thoughts are on it because I think we all had pretty different experiences with it. So I'm just curious well, what you guys. Well, there's think. there's one very important yeah. thing to get out of the way before we really go into it, and that's the reason that we had different experience for it. In that you were playing with a group of people that you were playing with every single day who were highly coordinated. Yes, and Alex and I were playing with a bunch of randos. So and was now, I. Ben was also I was a little bit ben. different. Yes, Ben, sorry. <laughs> I, was, I didn't play consistently, but I did play with people that I knew. Not a full team, though. Okay. So I was kind of like in between both of you. I think uh, as long as yeah, you have like three so I just people. With completely random people. Yeah, too. I feel like it's an extremely different experience when you're playing with randos. Yeah, I so, agree. so Alex, tell us a little bit about your experience since you're right down the middle of the line. Yeah. So, I mean, I jumped in and. Uh, I mean, I loved it. Like, I loved playing. And uh, just, like, all the characters, everything, like, different. It felt pretty balanced. Obviously, there were 
there are things that need to be worked on. But <coughs> Bastion, <laughs> just, a, just a really good looking game. All the like all the ultimates were fun. Everything made you feel good. Uh, and we won like our first like eight games. And I was like, man, this is awesome. And uh, and then someone was like, guys, I don't think we've lost a game yet. And then we proceeded to lose seven in a row. Oh. And there are some games I can have fun with, like even when I'm losing. Um, but I just I felt just punished like by Overwatch. Like it was not. I didn't feel like I had a chance to swing the tide to do anything. Um, and I like I still like the characters and I like the game and when it's working it's working, but when you're losing it's just miserable for me. That's no, that's that is no, exactly yeah. <laughs> the feeling that I had. That is identical like, to my experience. There was a there was a guy on I, I'm on Reddit a lot, so I'm gonna quote Reddit a lot. But um, he said the ultimates made him feel powerless, which was an interesting. Well, I like, think I think quote. that's sort of the point of them. I mean, with each of the characters you're playing, like your ultimate, it feels overpowered, and that's because it is. You know what I mean? It's it takes a while to like earn it up. Right. So like when you're going against somebody else's, like you know, if you're doing well and Hanzo throws his fucking dragons at you or something, like yeah, it it sucks when you die to something like that. But like that's what that I, ult is for. Right, you know what that, I mean? So, so someone made the point like. So that Blizzard focused on like the gameplay experience. All of the moves feel so good to execute, but they do not feel fun to fight. And they're like, you just take it in the face. And yes, you can counter them. And I know you can get away and there's strategies from everything. But for the casual player who's just jumping in, um, who's just trying to have a good time, you just get you can get rocked and you just don't there's nothing you can do. Yeah, I I, I, I honestly didn't have as big a problem with uh with like the ultimates and stuff. It was more situations especially when you're trying to attack a place that's under you know people are defending you can just you can get into situations in this game especially when people are playing as bastion especially when two or three or four people are playing as bastion where no matter what you do you just your entire game is just spawn run for a really long time to get to where you need to go immediately die wait spawn again and you just it's like no matter what you do you cannot you cannot make this work and like yes i understand that like the ninja is a hard counter to bastion but when there are literally four bastions it like they're they're just they're instances where you can get pretty wrecked and just there's like no you have no chance of coming back and that's really discouraging i mean i I think i think what what's like what I'm hearing from both of these things because like you know I I had a very positive experience basically my whole time playing it and I think part of that was because at any given time we had at least three people in our party um and I think orchestrating with a group of people like communicating about like when and where to attack from like if if you if like a team goes in and dies at different times and then people just go in one at a time to try to fight back against it. That's just like trickle down economics. You know what I mean? Like you're just constantly going to keep feeding them because you're not being orchestrated. I think if you have the the group of people to do that with and you're actually paying attention to your comp, like you have your healer, you have your tank, you know, you have roles that complement one another. You know what I mean? Like 
if you have like a Reinhardt with a Bastion, so like Reinhardt throws a shield up and Bastion goes behind him, then like it creates there's mechanics like that that work really well. Having a mercy to to bring you back just in case you die from something dumb, or like you know having a, a Symmetra to create the teleport so that you can get back to where you're going as quick as possible. Like keeping all that stuff in mind, I think makes it a lot smoother of an experience. Um, I think the most like complimentative thing that I can say though is that it's just like like just playing the game like playing your character is awesome like like it is it's so great you know what I mean like when you're Hanzo and you're doing something like running up walls and nailing your headshots and stuff there there's not a better feeling you know what I mean and I think Hans and I are in alignment here that we we both love the game like yeah we're we're voicing the annoying parts of it um <laughs> but overall, I mean, I mean, I had a great time with it. It's just there were these other things that really just yeah. punched me in the balls. And I, know? I like, like, I played it probably for like I think four or five days of the beta, and I had like a really, really fantastic time with it almost all of those days. And then I just yeah. had a really terrible, terrible, terrible day with it on Sunday, and then the beta ended. So I, I do definitely have like a bad taste in my mouth because we just got fucking stomped on Sunday over and over and over again. And I think the biggest issue arises from when you are playing with a bunch of random people and then you go up against a team where they are clearly like a highly coordinated team that's playing together and you have no chance. Like there's no way that you and a bunch of random people are going to overcome a highly coordinated team. Yeah. I mean, it's just not possible. Okay. So my problem with it was, is like, I have not paid much attention to Overwatch, so I was basically just jumping in completely blind. And, like, I'd pick a character, and I wouldn't know what to do, and I didn't know who that kind of countered or any kind of thing like that. And, like, normally I would go in and play a bot match if that's available, but the bots were so stupid that it was boring to play. So I would just kind of have to jump online with random people and try and figure it out, and I never really got the chance to, like, really get past that, oh, getting my ass handed to me stage. I mean, I I definitely took the time to kind of learn a lot of the characters and and you do kind of get wrecked as you're learning how to play as them, but right. I mean, and I, I guess was that's, fine with that. that yeah, okay. and that's just that's just sort of part of it. Like I would play half a game as somebody that I'd never play as and then I'd switch back to Hanzo and wreck fools. And <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, part well, of well, the, that's my, uh, Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Go, go ahead, Alex. Um I, I was just going to say I think what might solve a lot of my problem and maybe uh, Potts' problem with the game will come with the full release when you have more of like a a matchmaking thing where you can either jump in solo or you uh, or you have a rank level so you're playing with people that are among your skill level. Yeah, because I you're mean, just getting tossed in the fire here, and you might have fun or you might just get like. Yeah, I I feel like if there really was if there was an option to play ranked or unranked so that you would get those highly coordinated teams to go to ranked, and then somebody like me could stick to like quick match the quick match because yeah, the chaos is fun. I like the chaos. Yeah, like it when when everybody seems to be like on the same page, and you can like without talking to people, you can kind of see like oh we have a sniper, we have a tank, we have a healer. I should probably be a guy that builds something like. Right. You can kind of get that coordination without actually having to talk to people. But when you go up against somebody that's playing for keeps and they have a whole team <laughs> rolling with them and, like, these guys are highly coordinated, you're fucked. Like, it's not happening. Yeah. So to just to split those two audiences as simply as ranked and unranked, I think, would 
would mitigate a lot of those issues. Yeah, and this yeah. is just the, the beta, of course. Yeah, oh, I, th- yeah. I think that is definitely true, like, having that split of audience. But then also, like, even just what I would imagine will be normal additions to the game, like like instilling bans. Like, if you really hate getting stomped by, like, Trabjorn or, uh, <laughs> or Bastion, just, like ban him you know what i mean like go in, go into a certain game type where that's just not like you just can't choose that character or something um am i am and I then i think i think it would also help if you could just have unique characters select like if someone's playing as bastion that's the only person who's gonna play as bastion i i i mean i agree with that sort of but at the same time there's definitely instances that call for playing as multiples of the same character like i've definitely been on teams where we were we were running out of time and we needed to take care of stuff quickly. So there were three um, uh, tracers. Tracers. So like, I mean, yes, it would be nice to avoid having a team of four bastions, like the one that fucking kicked my teeth in on Sunday. But I I don't exactly. think yeah like yeah I, me, sorry I just I don't think that uh, I don't think that limiting it to Keeping people yeah, but from here, here's the problem with that: having everybody have special abilities and alts like mobas makes it so that it, like, if everyone's using Bastion and you know they all turn into the tank and just wreck the entire team, then it's not quite as fair. It's not quite but, the same as like. The, but see, this is wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not quite like an arena shooter like TF2 where oh yeah, you can go up against an entire team of uh, engineers because they're just setting up turrets. But they don't have a special ability that they can just trigger and take out your entire yeah, team. Yeah, but I, I don't think that that's something that breaks it. I mean, again, like... You have, like this I'm not is, saying this it's is broken. A, I'm just saying it would fix it a little bit better, I'm, I'm, in my opinion. Your but like, this is one of those things where it's like that can be solved by a matchup. You know what I mean? Ultimately, this is a game of matchups. Like, there are going to be certain players that are just better against other ones. And that's because the team comp is so important. That's why communicating with your team is so important. And I also think that communication plays into one of your earlier points, Ben, where, you know, you were saying you kind of didn't know the characters. Like if you were playing with someone else and kind of experiencing that together and bouncing ideas off of them and and talking about like, you know, good strategies for certain characters and like how to use them best, like that totally helps with that a lot. I mean, even when I started, like this wasn't my first round of the beta, but each time I had other people to play with, and every time, like, half of the characters I only know how to play because I was playing with someone that knew them better than me and said, oh, you're playing as May. You should probably, um, you know, you should probably stasis until they're close and then freeze them in place and then use your right click to, to you know, bolt them to death. And it's like, oh, that's that rotation. That's how I'm supposed to play that character. You know what I mean? Um, also, and I feel like that's it's it's a tall order to ask. Which is very MOBA-esque, interestingly enough. Yeah, well, yeah, it definitely is. And also, alts are, like, not... Like, you're, you're not getting your, your ult all that often in a match where it's a big problem. And it's really easy to fuck up an ult and not kill anybody with it. Oh, Especially, no, but dude, I made Diva. Oh, yeah, like, half I the time I use my ult, it doesn't go off. <laughs> yeah, like, my, like I, I've missed so many people with the, the Hanzo but dragon thing. It's so easy to get away from this that. This feeds into the other thing, though. If you're getting stomped, that means you're dying a lot, and they're getting their ulties back faster. So mm. they're going to have them a lot more often. Yeah, but yours guys. also goes up when you die. Not as fast, but it does but go you're up. Gonna, when I'm, you're getting stopped. It's not going to matter. Like, I could come back and throw my ulti out there and try to kill a guy, but I'm not going to turn the tide. And, and I think that that's more <laughs> an issue with this this genre as a whole. And, like, I think Alex and I are more used to something like a Halo or, or like a Call of Duty where you yourself alone 
can turn the tide of the entire match. Yeah, like, that's that's not at all what you can do here. I mean, like, of course everyone likes to have those, like, crazy empowering moments, but, like, you know, very similar to, uh, you know, a MOBA, like a, a League or a Heroes of the Storm, it's like, you know, this is something where you have to communicate with your team. Like, if you just feed them, like, you have to think of, of matchup situations, right? Like, you don't want to be in a situation where it's one person against two enemy players, because then you're gonna die. Like, you just will. Like, there's no way that you're gonna be able to get out of that in a positive situation. So you need to be able to communicate with people and say, okay, they're locking down this defensive point. They're clearly blocking this one entrance. Maybe if three of us go in from this top section to draw their attention and then two other, you know, of course, I mean, I understand strategy and that makes sense. But if you're in a lobby, with people you don't know, like, that is not an option. So what kind of game well, are you I'd say, now? you know, like, I'm playing devil's advocate right now, but I'd say that is an option, because voice chat is enabled in every game. You can Aren't talk you, to your but, team. Wait, this is your opinion, right? No, 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 that's factual. You can no, but have I mean, voice chat. No, this is devil's advocate. This is your opinion. Well, yeah. So Okay, so yes. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm opposing your opinion, yes. I'm saying that you can talk to people in chat if you want to. And yeah, you have to recognize that this is the type of game to do that Yeah, with, but talking, you know? to, talking to people, people on Xbox is a different experience than talking to people on Steam. Yeah, people don't really, oh, yeah, people don't really talk in games anymore. Like, I'm not hearing other people chattering. Like, it yeah. just... And, and in any game, even but Halo you've, 5, you've it's gotta, so weird. You've got to start so the conversation, though. And, and again, like, no, this is the type of game that to. gets that. And in fact, know? usually in, like, current Halos, if I hear somebody starting to talk, I immediately mute them. It's like I don't need to hear. It's you just talk. not done anymore. Everyone's uh, talking in party. And where, whereas in Halo, it, it, 2, it doesn't help that ninety percent of the time when someone starts talking, it's to yell at you and tell you how exactly. awful you are at the game. Yeah, I, I like. I no like one's like, "Come on, guys, turn on your mics. Let's get some." Uh, I mean, some it's strategy like, going here. like you look back at like the Halo Two era where I I built like my entire Xbox friends list off of just random people that I started to play matches of Halo 2 with and it's right. like hey we should stick together hey like like let's 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 work on this like let's be strategic about this and everybody's talking all the time and you meet people it, and then you schedule coming the, back to play with them I'm not even sure there was a party system back then like in Halo 2 No there, so, there, there wasn't really it was just like so that those early days of talks <laughs> live No but but what I'm saying is that those things can still happen I refuse to believe that it's just like nope people just don't talk on games anymore they just don't do that it's just not a thing like that's it's, that's it's bullshit definitely, like it's, it's definitely less especially on consoles like you're not playing it on a console it's it's i've played console games it's, and it's i see it happen it's pretty different now <laughs> than it was 10 years ago uh, okay like there's there's the other thing the other thing is like playstation has never been known for being great for community driven kind of stuff it's very lone wolf kind of gameplay because you know chat didn't work very well i'm yeah I'm, I'm saying this way. Every console has a headphone jack. People can do that. I understand that the console space but, typically doesn't have people really interested in jumping on voice chat, but uh, but what I'm saying is that this this game, this type of game, that is, I don't want to say necessary, but it's basically necessary. Like, you know. I don't know if a game, there's <laughs> like more necessary game than like League, and people don't always talk in League either. Like, they don't even chat in League. They'll just do whatever they want. Got bot, and then that's the end of the like, conversation. It's just a different <laughs> era now, where everyone's either in a chat room. No one wants to hear your voice through, yeah. like, in their ears and their headphones, unless you're a friend. I, I, I don't, I don't subscribe to that school of thought. I just, don't. I challenge I still, you. I still play counter to go into a random game and get a full team going on 
on voice chat. I do, one dude, strategy. I play I play Heroes of the Storm every day. Not specific, like not, not with a group, not with a group of five people, but with people. I still play Counter Strike where game. I talk to people. Like these are all PC games. Yeah. <laughs> do this on okay, Xbox. so what 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 you what you need to do is you need to get on Uncharted, get on multiplayer, and try talking to everybody in there. And okay. see how fast you get muted. And and, and just see how it works. Because you'll probably just get muted. Challenge <laughs> accepted. <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm not a negative Nancy. I like to see the positive me, in the world and think that people are Let me take this down. back a bit. Let's let's back let's backpedal a little bit. I, I'm not saying that we're a hundred percent right. I'm just back, saying like pedaling forward. Go, go ahead. Backpedaling again. Um what do you, so one thing I found interesting in this game, uh, so just comparing it to TF2, which I'm not an expert in at all, but just watching my brother play. Um, so the first thing is you can choose the same character. Um, yes. And I know you can do that in TF2, but uh, but I thought I found that was a little interesting in Overwatch. But you can also change characters as many times as you want, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like mid-map, which like in between deaths is interesting. Not even. And I see the, the strategic advantage it's like a rock paper scissors thing but having unlimited number of them that just sounds weird to me it's like it's like throwing out a fire pokemon then the other person throws a water pokemon then another person throws out you know a uh did they do that backwards but i no, think leaf I, pokemon i think a lot of people will stick to the same character for most of the match though i think they will now but i don't know if like i don't know <laughs> i think it's it's about like swapping out like swapping into characters to like Handle to a- accommodate the situation yeah. yeah i mean i'll definitely do that be- i'll i'll start the game as hanzo and then when i see that we're facing down a ton of people that require or we're in a situation where we need a tank then i'll just be like okay time to reinhardt like nobody yeah. else is doing it might it. be i think it might even be more interesting to me if they let you switch but only let you do it like twice or once like then you know like oh i already used my switch someone else has to do it like i don't know that adds another element having that, an unlimited that, that might be a mode in the uh yeah in the that, final version. that seems like it would be an interesting like a, a, a mode yeah where it's just, that does add a level of strategy to it of course then everybody would just pick bastion on their last one <laughs> well bastion's a different i guess we haven't even talked about him but he's definitely the most overpowered character and this the, was the, he, a, he is the most bullshit of he, all the characters there's, a, there's yeah. so many i can't tell you how many conversations that i've read online that people bitch about Bastion, and then some, you know, white knight jumps in, like, you guys just don't know how to play against him. Like, he's so easy to kill. I mean, and, he, like, he okay, is. So, so, no, no, no. There's, Sometimes. I would say that there are counters to Bastion, but it is very obvious that he is the noob character. I'm calling him the noob character because it takes absolutely no skill to be good with Bastion. But also that, like... He well, he needs a nerf. He needs to be nerfed pretty right. badly, all, and he's right. already all been nerfed before. He has well, weaknesses, yes. Like, and all like, characters have weaknesses, but he, he just has less. You like, know? I'll, like he's, I, well, Alex, I'll, I'll say this: it's it is not difficult to kill Bastion, but right. it is much easier to be killed by Bastion, yeah. than I, by just about everybody else in I, the entire game. I think the reason why yeah. it's frustrating is because Bastion is. Like his his strategy is bullshit. Like he, in my mind, he takes <laughs> He's no a camper. Yeah, he takes no skill to be good with. Like even like so, my main character when I was playing was Diva, right? Like fucking love Diva. I would swap between like her and Widowmaker or whatever. But when I was first experimenting with characters, I was like, oh, let me let me try out Bastion. And like 
with very little effort, was able to totally fucking mow down the entire team multiple times, like, effortlessly get play of the game. Like, it was was a joke, you know? And it made me feel less good about playing because I was like, this isn't fun, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not doing anything skill intensive yeah it's cool to and, kill people or whatever yeah but, but hold, hold on that's the thing is like every game has that though like someone will, oh yeah someone will figure out the the best gun that's easiest to kill people they'll learn how to quick scope they'll learn the cheap yeah, no, character no, no, no. you're totally no, but right quick, like people just make it dumb yeah, yeah quick scoping is a very skill intensive thing but well, like i totally you, understand you, you what you're what saying I mean, this, this is the accessible character this is the character for someone who doesn't play this style of game and needs a character to jump in and be and, good with and that's like, fine because i've i've killed tons and tons and tons of bastions like that's not a problem it's the fact that if he sees you you are dead yeah like right. it is there, at you any, have almost no any chance. Range. yeah and, like, and that's and, like, that's, it, and that's what what justin was saying is that even if they just took out some of his range that Absolutely. would make such yeah. a difference like, because like, that fucker needs to be weak to snipers. He should not be able to hit me from the other side of the map when I'm Widowmaker. Yeah, like his his accuracy should drop significantly like after a certain distance or something. Or if he goes into turret mode, his health should like drop by 50% or something. Like like he he very very desperately needs a nerf and I guarantee he will be the first character that gets nerfed. When the game launches, also probably Trabjorn because his turrets are also his bullshit. Turrets are ridiculous, and um, maybe we take down the radius of Diva's fucking explosion just by a little bit. Oh no, I be- think it's so easy to dodge her thing. No, but you can be on the other side of like a room and not be anywhere near the animation of the explosion and still die. You put I was any outside sort of, of a wall building and it hit me. You put a wall between you, yeah. But if you, but if you're like, if you can see the explosion, you're dead. Yeah, that's why I love Diva. <laughs> It's great. Oh. Actually, she's like, I really don't like her. Actually, she, her her regular shooting is very weird to get used to. Her range is terrible, and yeah. uh, I don't like that she moves at I, half speed when I, you're firing. I relate it to a I relate it to a clob from Goldeneye. Yeah, it's very. That's a good uh, yeah. good example, actually. Although those, although she's got like little shotguns. Not, yeah, not they're, they're mini but... short range shotguns that make her move really slow. Well, like she, she's actually cool though. Like, so she's a character that has like an interesting rotation thing. So she has her like jet, her like shift is like a jet move. Like, if you bump into somebody, that that hit. Like, if you run her into somebody, that does a, a pretty significant amount of damage. But uh, if you Doesn't start. Tell you that. Yeah, no, it doesn't tell you that at all. And if you start firing immediately after it pushes them, it puts the guy you just hit at the ideal range to just get destroyed by her uh, guns. <laughs> all right, so that's how they connect then. Yeah, like all all the moves connect. That I'm finding that, which is cool, but oh, also yeah, very mobile like. But it's like, like like McCree. Like if you, McCre- I was gonna say because I, I, I had no idea about this, and then Alex taught me how McCree works. I, I played him. I was like, this guy sucks. <laughs> like no man, you, you flashbang, flash dodge roll, unload, yeah. like right click or whatever. Yeah. But I had no idea that his dodge roll reloaded <laughs> your gun. I had no idea that that happened. I was like, this dodge roll is so stupid. It takes eight seconds to come back. Yeah. It doesn't get you out of danger, like, at all. Yeah. What is the point of I this? I knew... You, it's so funny because I had the same thing, and I knew that there was going to be something special about it because it had such a long cooldown. I was like, right. for such a bullshit escape tactic, why <laughs> am I waiting, like, ten full seconds just, for this to come back? I have a very hard time being doing anything with him. I, I like him as a character a lot, but I have a very, very hard time I, playing as I him effectively. To- I had a good time with his ulti, actually. Yeah, his, his ult is one of the more difficult ones to use, oh I'd say, because it's very, like, like you have to time it correctly, but... Uh, 
But you it gotta, feels great. You have to wait for all the little skulls to show up. Well, you as long as a skull shows up, then you just fire it. You can cancel it early to at least kill someone. Yeah, because I like I definitely had a few situations where I had the little circles around everybody, and then immediately got mowed down. Yeah, and like you know, didn't even have a chance to fire. You know who's what? No, you no, know no. who's ulti I never kill anyone with? Who's that? Freaking Hanzo. Are you kidding really? me? His I've, I've gotten like. Never... I have killed five, like five or six people with that in one shot. Everyone just sees it coming and just steps to the you, side. You gotta. I think you have to wait for like a I, really solid bottleneck for. See, it to I wait for good. them to all be taking like a point or something, and it's like, oh, the whole fucking team is in that room, and it's I just, just not that dump big. Uh, no, you know, it's, it's like not. I'd rather have someone else's. Yeah, you know who you. it's really good against is Bastion, Bastion when he's not <laughs> moving. Yeah. That's true. It's actually awesome. I really like playing but I feel like he just moves when I was on defense. Seventy six. Because he 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 plays kind of like Bastion, but he's not cheap like Bastion. I mean, Seventy six. He plays like a Call of Duty. Yeah. Seventy six is the the gateway drug character. He's he's, he's the character you already know how to play without playing the game. Like yeah. he has he's a sprint. Good, he has a grenade launcher. Right. Like see, yeah. I, I think part of the issue is like we're all using these characters in the context of the one game mode. And until we get to try out the other ones, we're not going to really see the strengths and weaknesses of. Well, I think certain certain game modes are definitely better than others. Like I think Payload is by far the best out of all of the ones on offer. I hate Payload. I liked Payload a lot. I think Uh, the King of the Hill one's kind of weak. Payload is bullshit because you can put a Bastion on top of the Payload, and then that team wins. Nah, but it's it's constantly changing up. So like the I I don't know. It's just an opinion. I I liked Payload a lot. I I I definitely I like the one where you're fighting over one hill. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That one I had like, a lot I like, of fun with. It's not even. Like, I, I want offense and defense within one game. You know, like two rounds. I, yeah. I, don't, I, I would like agree that, like, with that. One team's always attacking, and then yeah, the there was over. there is the one uh, game type that had rounds, which swap, was yeah. which was a little strange. That was like I don't know. Um, that was I, the only I one I played. It would make a better match. For it to yeah, uh, there, there is the like take the hill and then it starts the next round and then take the hill again and right. Yeah. Right. That was better. I like I like that more like action oriented thing rather than like here attack for ten minutes and if you're losing, well yeah that you're that, gonna have a bad game. That is by far my least favorite. Is the okay your wait, team wait, is on so defense. There were this game. other game modes in the beta. Yeah, there were yeah. three How the game he- modes. I- what the hell? I got stuck with the same game mode every single you time. You didn't play Maybe payload. You didn't play. No, pay, I, I played the one take the one hill, one team defends, and that one team attacks. Really? That was it. Yeah, no, that was all I played. No oh, wonder I, I it played, was such a horrible. I played experience. a lot of payload, man. And <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. they're all pretty similar. Like they're not like yeah. I mean, different. I mean, it's ben, essentially ben, attacking you, and defending something. Ben, you very easily could have just not noticed because they're all really, really, really similar. No, no, no. I kid you not. I played every single round. Was the same game. How many I, maps did you I play? Mean, uh, like three or four. Yeah, there's like six. How maps. many? How many? How many games did you play? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I spent like. Uh, what did you guys level? What was your four level hours at the end of the beta? Uh, I was like 15. Uh, I, was, I didn't get very far. <laughs> I, I was less than that. I was probably 10 or 11. I think I just broke like 21 when I finished. 
I played a lot. Yeah, there, I, think... I mean, like, first day, there were people that were, like, 40. Yeah, which oh, was God. absurd. I was like, holy shit. I, like, I definitely played against a 40 and was like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Once I started How? seeing, like, victory, or not victory poses, but the uh, the highlight intros, like, the play the game animations that I liked, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely just grinding this out until I can get the ones I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think this... I got around six or seven, and then I called it quits and started playing Star Wars. There's, there's definitely some skins in that game where I'm like, I'd spend real money on that. Yo, yeah, I got, yeah. I got, like one of those loot crates that you get for uh, leveling up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got two legendary skins from one of them. What? That's insane. And I got, who are they well, for? Who? Don't worry, they're all disappearing. Yeah. Well, who uh, are they for? Uh, McCree. Oh, uh, which is a really cool, cool like black bandit. Yeah, he sort of looks thing. like uh, Silver Shroud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. then the other one wasn't as cool. But I don't remember what it was. Oh, I got I, I got one legendary skin out of a loot box, and it was for Farah, and it was awesome looking. Uh, she was all like Native I, American and had like oh, this yeah. like a falcon head. Is it head. Farah or Farah? I called her Farah. I thought it's, it was like Pharaoh. It's probably Farah because it's like Pharaoh, probably. <laughs> okay, Farah. There we go. Um, I I got a <laughs> you, sir, I got a no, color, whatever. That's fun. I got a color <laughs> shift skin for the guy who like revs up the tire that blows oh, up Junkrat, fuck Junkrat, yeah, he needs um, a nerf yeah. too his ult is bullshit his ult is bullshit and just his regular gun is just fucking nonsense I like, like playing as him though because it's basically a brood shot like <laughs> you if know? you like Halo 2 it's he basically has a brood shot everyone hates the that brood guy shot. needs to get nerfed I love but I shot. like playing as him no I, I don't <laughs> think I don't think he needs to get nerfed it's just I mean it's a grenade launcher like it just grenade launchers are always bullshit you know that who, doesn't mean that you know they're bad people, you know, people complained about a lot. Who's that? Um, May. Oh, May is also fucking because bullshit. Because I, I like, I loved playing her because of the variety, but she is ridiculous. Like, yeah, like if you if you get trapped by her ult, it's pretty much GG for like your whole invincible team. heal, uh, ice wall that you know does not break right away. Yeah, uh, the freezing thing is you're dead, and she has that long range snipe that can kill a lot of guys in one hit if you hit him in the head. Did and the you, ult. Did you guys play with any people who were, like, I mean, I guess as close to griefing as possible, where, like, your team is attacking, and as soon as your doors open, the May on your team puts up ice walls and doesn't let you guys out oh, of the of place? Oh, of course, dude. The, Fuck, the, the, the best is, like, when the door opens and uh, stitches, oh, not stitches, uh, Roadhog, like, hooks somebody out of the front door. Yeah, <laughs> just, like, you know, I get so mad at that guy. Oh, man, playing. dude, he's uh, good. He's I cool. One. I didn't realize how good he was until I found out he had a right click. I had no idea he had a right click the whole time, or like a secondary fire for his main weapon. He's amazing. Like yeah. he's got that heal that he's, heals a lot, like five hundred health. Yeah, his heal is out of control. He, his his, his uh, primary fire is amazing at short range. His secondary fire is amazing at mid range. Like one of the coolest moments I had in the entire thing was. I was playing as Hanzo, and we were on that level where everybody's attacking. It, it was like an Egyptian-y style level, and everybody's attacking the thing in the middle, and you're all trying to get to it. And there was an enemy um, Widowmaker on top of one of these pillars that she, like, hooked her way up on top of. And she was just fucking gunning us down like it was bad. So I snuck up behind her, and I was like, all right, I'm going to get you. This is This is bullshit. And as I fired, she moved, and she sees me, and I'm like, fuck, I'm dead. And then rolls up next to me, Roadhog, just fucking hooks her, rips her <laughs> off of the top of the thing, and just plugs her in the face. Like, standing immediately next to me, and I was just like, oh, shit. 
hey, thanks. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was it was such I, a like cinematic moment. It was so cool. I've I've had the funniest but probably the most impressively hilarious moment that I had was uh uh you know Hanamura, the the stage where you're like progressing or whatever. Yeah. So you know what on the second half when you're attacking and there's like the you can go around the left side and there's like that pier or whatever. Yep. Like the wooden pier or whatever. <laughs> I, I actually really love that level. So I was playing Diva there and I'm going up on that that uh, what you call it that thing that that like pier or whatever, and a I walk up and immediately start getting rained fire on from the inside. There's like a, a Tribune turret and like this Reinhardt comes up and the Reinhardt goes to like di- like lunge me like oh, dash no. me, knocks me off the edge and I'm still trapped in the animation. But the second the animation lets up, I use my shift to fly back on the thing. So he suicides and I like manage that, to land back on top of that, the thing. I, I was hit, like, this I is amazing. Hit a few, uh, I hit a few tracers over the course of the beta with that. And knocked them off of the map, and then the motherfuckers rewound back onto the map. Meanwhile, no. I killed myself. Uh, doing oh it. my gosh! The Reinhardt pin is so funny, though. There was even another time where I'm I'm as Diva, and I have my ult ready, and I throw I throw the mech out right, and it was while a Reinhardt was pinning, like in the process of pinning me, but he grabs the the exploding mech and carries it with him back to his team <laughs> and blows him and his team up. And I was like, this is amazing. My life will never be better than this. Like, <laughs> Oh, I, awesome. I had one match where I was playing a 76 and it was you had to hold like this pagoda in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, I don't know why or how but I just would not die and I killed the entire team over and over and over and again. His, was, his well, I was like, "Oh, wow, well, I'm actually having fun with this for once." <laughs> yeah. His I ult mean, is very satisfying. What is what even is his ult? He puts a visor on, and he basically auto-aims to anything he's looking at, so uh, all you have to do is hold yeah. down fire and everything dies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I kind of think, I mean, I don't know if anyone really shares my opinion, but I kind of think uh, Widowmaker needs a little bit of a tweak. She's, like, how? She's too strong to me. I think she's awesome. I think but she's you, one of the most skill-intensive like, characters. You have to players. be good in order to get kills with her, though. That's like Hanzo. I know, but Hanzo she just has every advantage. I don't think so. I mean, like, so her long-range game is obviously awesome, but, you again, you have to time out her sniper shots and you have to be good and hit people with it or whatever. But, like, her mid-to-short range is garbage. Like, her... Her fucking like assault rifle version of her gun is terrible. It's no, like it's like just as effective as like harsh language. It's just not I mean, good. Like I mean, like, she definitely has an advantage over Hanzo, who has literally no close range game at all. Yeah, but like for for me, the majority of my play of the games were either Bastion or Widowmaker. Yeah, like we were getting just. Headshot, headshot, headshot. And she has the escape, and she can see through walls. Well, the, her ult is amazing. I love that her ult affects the entire team. Like, that's that's all, yeah, it's so great. Or it's, benefits the entire team. If it lasts, Oh, yeah, like I use any... that all the time when Widowmaker was on there. I, I thought it was it, great. It's so great rounding a corner and dying instantly. Yeah. <laughs> either Bastion or Widowmaker. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's definitely, it's if it lasted any longer, her ult, it would be kind of bullshit, but it doesn't last very long, Yeah, I, I have found. Um, but, I mean, it's an ult. It's got to give you, and it's an ult that can do no damage at all, so it has to give you some kind of advantage. Yeah, I mean, I, I like 
pretty much I, I love the ults that affect more than just you like like Widowmaker's ult is amazing Mercy's ult is amazing Symmetra's is so good like I, all of those characters that have like a genuine benefit for almost everybody on your team are, are just great like I don't know I like it a lot See, like, I understand that a lot a lot of the characters are going to be tweaked. Some are going to get nerfed. Some are going to get buffed. So I, I don't have... That's not really my problem with the game. My issue was, like, because I was playing the same stupid mode, uh, like, some of the, like, go get the spot while defenders hold it, uh, there's no way to get to it without, like, going through one single bottleneck. So it made it so that camping was so easy the whole time. There's always another way around. Yeah, there's definitely multiple. Well, paths. yeah, I realize that, but like some of the maps, it was like really bad. Where others, it was like, oh yeah, this is cool, this is fine. There's well, like think, three ways that, to get in here. I think one that most people had a problem with was Egypt. Like, yeah, that's bullshit. It's, it's not a great map, and when, I think that's kind of like a common like like a lot of people uh, feel like that's when one of have, the weakest maps. When you have a Trobjorn, a couple Bastions, and then the girl who throws down laser turrets. And there's really only two ways into that room. Like yeah. you're you're done. That that was the last game I played on Sunday, and was like, they, well, don't need to play this game for and a they, while. They spawn right there, you know. So it's it's so like yeah, it's an uphill battle. That's for sure. And you yeah, know, that's I, kind I, of I, a common complaint for every map. Like people are saying the maps are just a little too, they're like real thin. You know, there's not a lot of like space to like maneuver around in. It's usually just kind of like a. It's very corridor e. Um, there's there are ways to go but it's not very expansive yeah there there aren't enough choices is my problem i mean my my biggest issue was the amount of time that it takes to get back to where you're trying to go and i understand that's That's... necessary because it's an objective based game it's just really frustrating to be like fuck i'm dead i gotta wait 10 seconds to spawn i have to wait like two minutes for my fat ass to run all the way back to the objective oh shit i died immediately i gotta do all that over again i think that definitely fed into my frustration too just over and over and over and over again yeah like i'd say over overly positive experience with overwatch but yeah there are just some issues that yeah like like i said i love that game a lot like i'm i'm very fond of it i i really love all of the characters i had fun playing it it definitely just there was it had it has the capacity to be an extremely frustrating game yeah all right guys we've been running for about an hour and a half now pretty long podcast yeah i'm going in on it um so I think now might be a good time to cut. Uh, I want to thank all of you guys for joining me on episode 27 of the TZR podcast. Available on all of your favorite uh, podcast applications and devices. Uh, by the way, we're still running our uh, comment question free Steam game daily. If you send us a question at podcast at the zero review.com, fuck yes. Sorry, I just saw that I got a code for something that I really want to play. Um, you can email us at podcast at the zero review.com. Ask us a question and put in the secret phrase, hootie who, and we will send you a free steam game. Um, you have to spell it right though. Got, got we're right. we're going to have to stop asking for this soon. Cause it's going to get sad. So no. if somebody write in, please <laughs> yeah, we'll be... just write in. Just we'll... don't even just, you can just tell us how forget, dumb, dumb we forget are. The hootie who <laughs> you get a free game. You get a free game. We, we've got a code for resident evil or whatever, right? All kinds of, that's stuff. a code. All you just tell us how much we suck. It's a free game. <laughs> just write to us. 
Tell us you're listening. We want to hear from you. You're all <laughs> wonderful. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining me, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.